Monday, January 15th, 2024, MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joining my co-hoster, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be recapping UFC Vegas 84. And then we got a second podcast in an hour. We're going to be previewing UFC 297. We got a special guest for that one, Art C on Twitter. Uh, he's going to come on with us. He's another guy from Toronto. He loves him. We've been talking to Art for a long time. I think he was on. I think he was on Nick's show uh, a few months ago, maybe. I know you were just on too, Marcel. By the way, how was that? Yeah, it was fun, man. Finally, uh, uh, actually talked to Nick. I, I never did before, and also never talked oh. to Johnny before. You know, on, on screen. So, yeah, it was fun. I thought it was a, it was a fun show. Have, have you watched it? I didn't see it yet, no. But I, um, I, I saw that you were tweeting about it. I just didn't have time to to, to watch it, but um. Did you give out uh, Batista as your pick? Yeah, I gave out Batista, and I said another one I was considering was Preston Parsons over Matt, Matthew Sullivan. Yeah, that was, you I know, more so as the week one. went on, like, I was kind of feeling that one a little bit too, yeah. right? Like, we were both kind of on the fence about that fight, but, mm -hmm. you know. Anyways, it was uh, definitely a good um, week for us, and, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, like, 9-2 and two in my picks. I think you had, we had the same picks. Did we have the same picks? Yeah, 9-2 and two as well. Yeah, we went 9-2. Yeah. and two. I mean, that's, you can't really complain too much. It would have been nice to get Parsons. And then what was the other one we got wrong? Uh, yeah, uh, Mata against Nolan. I mean, I just didn't see that coming. You know, I really did not see that one coming. Um, but but yeah. Uh, anyways, let's get some uh, comments here. We'll start off the show, guys. Joe, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Joe's Eagles are playing tonight, and uh, I'll be watching that game. I got the Bills game on in the background here, but, you know, it's already 14 nothing, so I expect them to blow up the Steelers. Uh, Clay, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Joe. I'm doing the exact same thing. Cowboys suck. Nice to see them lose again. What's up, Lockdown Updates? Great, what's up, man? Great picks, guys, last week. Will you be doing another breakdown? Hell yeah, we will. So in an hour, or not even an hour, probably like even like 45 minutes. I mean, I, we're just going to recap this. Here's the thing. like, There are other events like LFA that went on and stuff. We don't really talk about that on here. It's just too much, to be honest. But mm -hmm. other than like Bellator, PFL, and UFC, Marcel, and there's no, no Bellator or PFL right now. Like, so these, these are just like UFC shows. So they go by a little faster, which I, I don't mind. Um, there is that first Bellator card, what is it, or you have, whatever it is, PFL Bellator next month. Is that is it next month, Saudi Arabia? Is that what it is? I'm not sure. Yeah, possible. It's like the champ versus champ kind of thing, or not. That's that's interesting, but yeah, yeah, that'll be look. I'll look forward to talking about that one for sure. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, until then, whatever. All right, I say we get into the recap ourselves. Uh, mm -hmm. also, we have hype in the chat and uh, just a comment from. Octagon updates, modern wrong. I mean, I was just talking to Marcel off off air. Like, yeah, I just didn't see. It. Like, I, I I always say this. To, you know, there's always like a surprise of the night. That's what I say. There's always one that Ruby didn't see coming. That was the one. Like, the guy just didn't perform well at all in the UFC, and then he goes in there and blasts this prospect who looked pretty good. We got Antoine in the chat. What's up, Antoine? Hope, hope you're doing well, as mine. Well, man. All right, let's get into it, Marcel. UFC Vegas 84. Start with the main event. Anka Lyon knocks out Johnny Walker in the second round. I mean, really no surprise for me here. We both predicted this, right? So just pretty much just a dominant performance like after that first round, which was close, and then second round just, just blows through him. So to me, it's like I think he should have been fighting for the belt. So like this just kind of puts a cherry on top. Like I know Walker's not ranked that high, but he's still a top 10 guy, and he knocked him out. And he hasn't lost in what? Like, it's 11 straight fights unbeaten now. Marcel, he's got to fight for the belt now. And I think you agree. I want to have a five second of silence, Adam. Give me five seconds. Yeah, this is for the people who were thinking that uh, Uncle Ia was going to get knocked out by Johnny Walker. I'm sorry, guys, it wasn't going to happen. Um, so the thing is, like, let's be honest, UFC really doesn't like Uncle Ia. A lot of people really don't like Uncle Ia. They say he's boring, so I was so happy to give him, like, to see him. Uh, not Listen, like I said, I'm nothing against Johnny Walker. I think he's a fun guy. I like his fights as well. But I was happy that Uncle Ia got that win by, by a knockout, you know, by a stoppage, so people can stop complaining. Uh, I want to see him fight Alex Pereira, man. I have nothing against Jamal Hill. Let Jamal Hill heal a little bit more and let him fight the winner of those two. You know what I mean? Um, I want to see him fight Alex Pereira. One, because it's probably Alex Pereira's most difficult fight in the division, in my opinion, stylistically. You know? And two, I think Uncle Live deserves it. You know, He already got screwed in the Blachowicz fight, in my opinion. I know some people saying that they think it was a draw. I think he should have won. Um, yeah, the first Walker fight was kind of his own fault, you know, and uh, the, the second one, he, he, I mean, he took, he took the win and uh, he did well. So, um, yeah, I, obviously I want to see that fight as well and do it in fucking Brazil, man. I don't care. Do it in three or one, you know, yeah. Pereira, Uncle I have good fight. You know, I, I think Pereira Hill isn't that great of a fight 
in, in if you compare it to Pereira Ankalaev. But uh, yeah, Hill should get a title shot as well. But uh, I would make him fight one of those, the, the winner of that fight. But that's my opinion. That's fair. Okay, let's get some comments. And this was asking about the Saudi Arabia thing. Yeah, apparently UFC postponed that card. Is that true? Is that fact? Mm -hmm. So yeah, they probably still have a bank, right? Yeah, I talked to two fighters on the card so far, and um, they were like, "What the hell is going to happen?" I was like, "You're asking me. That's nice." I was like, "Let, let me try to find out." Yeah. And um, one of the guys said like uh, that uh, the UFC offered them now to fight in the Apex uh, same date. So. It's likely going to be an apex card now i think but i don't think all oh, fights really? will be yeah i don't think all fights will be happening there Yo. because there are some guys who probably don't have a visa working yeah. visa for a us so i mean they were all like muhammad's on the card every other fighter was named muhammad they had like daima the daima wasn't on the card but the other guy the yaya guy was on the card the sheriff mm -hmm. bullet guy was supposed to be on the card like I, and all the middle eastern fighters will be on the card these that's what i'm trying to say here yeah. now i don't know if these guys why would not that they won't fight in Apex because like they still have to make their paychecks, but like why would they fight Look there if, when they could wait till June, right? Yeah, listen. For example, the there there are fighters like uh, I think the, the the matchup that recently got announced with Luke Radzabov against Abdul Karim Al Sawadi. Mm -hmm. Both guys are training out of the U.S., you know, so they probably oh, okay. have a working visa yeah, here, yeah. uh, visa. Alex Perez has a working visa. I don't know about Mokaya, for example. You know what I mean? So uh, because he's from England um yeah so that that that's the thing you know they have a lot of international bookings on that card you know yeah. so you're supposed to fight alex perez your boy right so yeah i'm sure you talked to alex i'm sure he's one of the two fighters you can't say uh, I, he's one of the two i've talked yeah, to yeah I I, I'm pretty 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 sure yeah you could say that yeah <laughs> tom dole disrespect yeah for sure we'll, go, we'll talk about that fight it's like sorry just read some of their comments here uh miller and yeah miller man i mean looking back especially right you thought you were gonna fart, Marcel? I, I wasn't <laughs> sure. I don't know what was going on either. This guy's gonna explode here. All right. Um. But yeah, no, I agree with you. Everything you just said, pretty much. Yeah. Like I, I think that's the fight to make. Ankle live and, and and Pereira. Like I understand Hill is the foreign champ. He deserves tail shot. But like again, is he even gonna be ready for that? I don't know. And to me, like Ankle live's done enough to to get that title shot. Um. I know UFC doesn't like quote unquote like him that much, but maybe they'll like him a little more after he gets the knockout here. So I, I really. I really feel like the UFC is really afraid for the Russian takeover, man. And I, I, I'm not even kidding, you know. Ankalaev 205, um, uh, Chimaev 185, Rachmanov, he's Kazakh, Kazakh, I know, but 170, uh, yeah. Makachev 155, you know. Uh, Umar Nurmagomedov 135. I don't say he's going to be champion soon, but it's possible. You know what I mean? It's definitely right. possible. So I really feel like they're really like, fuck, dude, it's like... We have so many of these guys from uh, from Dagestan or from Russia who are like really of for Chechnya were really good, you know. And uh, we want to have some uh, like also some other champions. And listen, guys, I don't say Pereira cannot fight win against Ankalaev. Definitely not because he can knock him out for sure, you know. Yeah. But man, in my opinion, I don't I don't see why you don't want to see Ankalaev against Pereira, you know? Because if Pereira knocks him out, it even more validates his spot as the champion in the division, in my opinion, you know. So yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. All right. Um just to finish Antoine's question. I mean, they just didn't I don't think they had a main event really. They wanted a better main event. My guess is they're gonna just do Islam now in the main event, right? Is that is that what you're thinking? Yeah, probably. I, I don't know, man. The, the thing is, like, I'm still wondering what they're going to do for UFC 300 because, like I said, my prediction was, like, the BMF title between Gaethje and Max, Max Holloway. Right. I wasn't even kidding, you know? So with now that fight, that event going to June, maybe they do Makashev against Gaethje in June. I have no idea, right. man. It's like, it's like so this, this came out of nowhere pretty much, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also heard before somebody told me that they wanted to do um, – Kamsa Chimaev against Robert Whitaker as the main event for UFC Saudi Arabia. But I think that one, maybe that was true, you know? And uh, we saw Chimaev pictures. So maybe Chimaev couldn't fight and they made the Whitaker Costa fight, for example. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But yeah, some, some rumblings going on. But I have no idea, man. It's just really weird. Also, you, what Dana White said, like, I'm going to announce. Uh, the, the 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 two title fights tomorrow for UFC 300. He said that on Tuesday or on, on Wednesday. Uh, we still don't have those two. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hard to trust Dana sometimes. Anyways, um, yeah. all right, let's go to the next fight here. Obviously, Jim. Uh, well, actually, let's talk about the co-main event that got canceled. We should talk about that quickly too. Um, the no cop botched another weight cut. This isn't the first time he's missed weight, is it, Marcel? 
So this is, I think, the second time. I think, I, I'm, I may, maybe even third. I think it's the second I'll time. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember when he fought Ode Osborne. He he mm -hmm. he missed weight for that fight, and then we were like, he has to win, or he probably gets cut. And since then, he does well, you know. And um, yeah, he's apparently he went sick two weeks or three weeks ago, and I believe him in that because a lot of people apparently went sick around those weeks in Las Vegas for some reason. I don't know why, mm -hmm. but. Uh, yeah, that's still, you know, I understand that he's like, fuck it, I want, I want to fight, you know. But on the other hand, yeah, then, then, then you shouldn't be able to make weight, and it sucks, you know. And the other, and definitely for Cap, you know, because if he wins that fight, he makes weight, he wins that fight, he gets a next title shot, pretty much, you know, because for the same, for the reason there was like Moreno Albazi, you know. Albazi's out with the, with a neck injury, I think, you know, and then we got Moreno against Royval. Royval recently fought Pantoja, so they're probably not going to make the the third match immediately. And Moreno also fought Pantoja pretty recently, so I don't think they're going to make that fight. Also, if if they don't don't have to, they have other options, you know. No, I think if Moreno wins, he gets another chance. But you know, it's like he was super close, you know, and now he's far away. So uh, yeah. That was that's bad that he missed man. That was that was disappointing. Also, like I wanted to see that fight. I was I'm disappointed. What's up, True? Says remember it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just keep pushing it back till Connor gets back. I still think Connor's gonna fight in that card. I still think they're 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 just kind of like not letting the cat out of the bag. That's still my prediction, Marcel. So well, three hundred. Yeah, that's still my prediction. Okay. Happy to see Marcel and Gab respectively. Absolutely, we talked about it a little earlier. Grateful, nice yeah, it's it's great. Dean is a hope. Oh, I mean, I can't. I shouldn't say that. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, got, I got credential for Saturday, man. I don't want to get kicked out now. The last <laughs> don't let me say shit like that on there. <laughs> Inkblad main event three hundred is a literal joke. It sells zero tickets rather than Holloway Gaethje. I mean, I don't really like disagree with the Holloway Gaethje, Holloway Gaethje fight. That fight's amazing if it happens, but listen, Gaethje doesn't like Inkblad, Marcel. You're listen, bitch, I, I can go to you in Dutch if you want, but I want. Uh, <laughs> listen, um, if Pereira is that big of a star. According to the UFC, he should be able to sell it. You know what I mean? And why do we as fans care about ticket sales? I don't give a shit, to be really honest. You know, I just want to see good fights. I want to see fights that are deserved to be there, you know. And they're already making like Davis Figueroa against Cody Garbrandt. It's a fun fight, but I don't see the the how do you say that? The um the usefulness of it or whatever the word is. You know, you got Davison got in the rankings number seven or eight now. I was fighting Cody. If Co imagine Cody wins that fight, he's ranked at Bantamweight at number eight again or something. It's just weird, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I think we just should see people who deserve it to fight the champion. And the thing is, they fucking stack two ninety nine. So, two ninety nine is going to be a better cut than three hundred. I already can tell you that for sure. Yeah, no, fair enough. All right. Uh... Oh, we've got to give our boy Fight Talk a shout-out again because he did the artwork again. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank so, you, guys, man. expect you to see announce a big fight during 297 broadcast game with a return. I mean, I still think that's the fight's going to happen, but we'll see. No. Um, and you also, know, like I said, I, I will be there on Saturday, so I'm looking forward to bro, that. Go ahead, Marcel. Bro, nothing I hate more than the UFC announcing fights during the broadcast. You know, I'm working. I'm, I'm already busy. And then, like, let's go through some new fights. I'm like, motherfucker, you could have done that through the week. You know what I mean? Why during the broadcast? I know why they do it, but it's to me. I know to fans it's it's fun, but to me working, it's fucking annoying. You know what I mean? So because I want to focus on the fights and not on yeah. the fight what's coming up. You know, but you understand exactly what I mean because you probably think sometimes the same way, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. Like you know, I, I guess mean, you don't think the same way. Okay, I'm used to it. Like, I've been doing this whole armor, so I'm just I'm used to like multitasking. And now I got. I, oh, I got. I have. We. I have some some overnights with my daughter now. I think I, I told you right. So, had some good news last week, guys. I, yeah. I have some more access to my daughter, so it's really good. And uh, actually, she was over on Saturday. We we're watching the fights together. Um, <laughs> but of course, I'm like I'm trying to read her a book too, and I'm watching like Preston Parsons, Russell Simmonsberger. I'm like I'd rather read her a book. Actually, I was trying to make it was going to make me fall asleep that fight to be honest with you. But uh, the rest of the card is pretty good. <laughs> 
This guy's asking about Bar Canyon again. Every every podcast. I mean, I, I don't mind. It's just when is this guy gonna get UFC? Because I want stuff being asked about him. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. The, the thing is, like with with, with Vartanian, and this is also what I heard. Uh, this like a couple of years ago that the UFC had like a limit on Russian fighters at the UFC. I don't know if that's still there. I don't think so, but they had that back in the day. Um, I hope he gets his chance, man. I think he's really good. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. All right, let's get to the next fight, Marcel. We had Jim Miller getting a – oh, yeah, by the way, Ankolab got a bonus. So yeah. he's back in the UFC's good books. And then Jim Miller also gets a bonus. Third-round finish, met crank in the third round over Benitez in a fight that he was obviously winning. Um, Miller gets another win here. He's won five of his last six fights, and he's going to fight UFC 300. Calls out Paul Felder and Matt Brown. I'm assuming he'll get one of those two guys because he did ask him. And, I mean, both those fights make a lot of sense. And both those guys, I, I think – I've said they want to take that fight. Oh, Matt Brown is on Twitter. He said he wants to fight. Um, I still don't know about Jim moving up to 170. I mean, if he wants to do that, it's his call. But I still think Felder makes more sense because they're lightweights. Um, and they're the same age, too. And Matt, Matt's a little older, too. But uh, any of those fights make sense. Like, I don't mind Jim or Matt Brown. Just I think the Felder fight makes a little more sense just because of the weight class. But uh, either way, I mean, he's going to fight in that card. He looked great in this fight. Just want to give a shout out to Cain Velasquez, who's in the corner of Gabriel Benitez. Was was good to see him, Marcel, in the background. Um, and, and that was awesome. So, any 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 thoughts about that, man? Yeah, man. Jim Miller also said Brock Lesnar, but I think <laughs> uh, he want, if he wants to guillotine, guillotine choke him, it's pretty difficult because he doesn't have a neck. But um, no, he's. <laughs> I think that was funny. Uh, I think Anthony Smith brought that up right in the podcast. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Jim Miller did great. And the, the weird the weird thing, and actually it was okay, but weird was like I felt like Gabriel Benitez was actually happy. That Jim Miller got the win for some reason. He was like smiling all that time. It's like, yeah, dude, well done. You know, very nice sportsmanship. But it was like, uh, yeah, dude, this could have been a big win for you. You know, it's I. I mean, Jim Miller isn't like the young guy anymore, but still, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, in my opinion, he's a legend. You know, so um, yeah, man, good win for Jim Miller, and he was winning two two zero twenty eighteen coming into that third round. You know, so he didn't even need the finish, but he went for the finish and he got it, and he got it pretty quick, man. Face crank, very nice. Um, yeah, man, I told you, man, for a long time, I want to see him against Paul Felder if Paul Felder goes back. So, uh, and uh, Felder was first like, yeah, and then he was like, I have to see how my uh, how my body is reacting uh, right now if if I can do that and make that. So. Uh, Let's hope he does, but I think that's a fun fight, you know, and a good and a fun fight for Paul to come back as well, you know. Um, yeah, I like uh, what a great performance by Jim Miller, man. I mean, I mean uh, he's looked great in a while, for a long time now. I mean, even that I'm seeing his like record, the Alexander Hernandez fight was pretty close too. Um, yeah, I mean, his fights are really competitive for the most part. I mean, listen, he's not being the best guys right now. Like Benitez and Butler are not the best guys, but Benitez is decent. He's been in the UFC for ten years, so. It's a nice win for him, but yeah, I mean, it yeah. obviously just sets him up for three hundred. I was I was just surprised they even booked him for this card, just because you never know if if he does get knocked over. I think he wants to stay active. I think he yeah. wants to stay active. Yeah. Last fight, and, uh, last fight was in June, right? I, wow, yeah. I can't believe it was in June that Butler fight. Holy crap! And apparently, yeah. he has the same taste of music than my dad, because in the Alex Buyunin, uh what's that? Uh, how does he how does he say that? Uh, Humanizing fighters, right? Yeah. Yeah, like favorite band, the Eagles. That's the favorite band nice. of my dad as well. <laughs> and he comes out with CCR, uh, Bat Moon Rising. So yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a classic fun. for sure. That's <laughs> an absolute classic. Let's get some other comments here. Hi, thanks, brother. Yeah, for sure. True. Two years, you're, you're getting a picture of your daughter. Probably she's talking a lot more now, man. Well, I'm really happy you had a daughter with your daughter, man. Me too, brother. I appreciate that. Dollar didn't sound like you wanted to. Yeah, for sure. Do you guys think Miller makes the whole thing when he retires? Um, well, I think so. I, a lot of people are fighting back in this. I, I, Trues in the chat here. I, I saw Trues comments in James's chat. He doesn't agree with it. I, I think he will get it, like just because he does have the most wins and the most fights. So I think that kind of puts him in it. And still a newer sport. Um, that being said, like I, I, you know, I, I think there's an argument against him too. He's never really been a ranked guy. He's never really fought for belt. I know he's supposed to. He was supposed to fight, but he lost to Benson Henderson. Like it was like 10, 12 years ago, maybe. Um, that was the fight to get him to the title. Yeah, yeah. and he didn't. He didn't win that <laughs> fight, but. And it's, you know, really, like, actually, his best win's Charles Oliveira, but it was before Charles was was good. Um, and then other than that, like, if you look through his resume, it's like a lot of guys that are not very good. Like, it's, I'm just being honest here. I, I like Jim Miller. We all do, but let's let's just be fair. His best wins beside Dubronx are Cowboy, Clay Guida, Joe Lozon, like veterans, like good fighters, but no one that's like a champion level fighter really besides, I guess, Dubronx. 
And again, that was in 2010. That was in Montreal. That was a long time ago. But again, you know, Marcel, he's, this is his 16th year in the UFC. And I think that that kind of gets him in alone. I think all those fights and all the wins and all the bonuses, all the finishes, I think it was. I think he'll be in. I think he's going to get in. What do you think? Was it 124? It was. Yeah. And the co-main event in that card was Stefan Struve, your, your guy, versus Sean McCorkle. Sean McCorkle, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, terrible. I think Stefan Struve said in, in, in a magazine, or no, his coach, Bob Schreiber, said in a magazine, yeah. Uh, we were uh, uh, talking to Sean McCorkle, or he was like, he was doing like really weird during uh, uh, media day and all the kind of stuff. He was like, who is this idiot, you know? And uh, at a certain moment, Sean uh, comes to us and we were like, uh, on, we were like, what does he come, what is he coming? And then Sean was like, hey guys, what's up? Uh, looking forward to fight you. And we were like, okay, dude, you talk so much shit, what you come to? He's like, dude, I have to sell the fight, man. I love you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any more comments here? <clears throat> I like this one. This is from the Big Lebowski. Man, I hate the yeah. Eagles. You see the Big Lebowski? It's a classic. Yeah, the dude. Yeah, <laughs> the dude. Yeah, that's like you. Um, with Jim going Pioneer Wing or Mar Pioneer Wing, I agree with you on that yeah. one. Yeah, like that's the thing. They have that wing for the Pioneers, right? And the Jim would probably go in that, even though he's like, he's not like a guy from the. He didn't fight in the fucking nineteen nineties. <laughs> it's just like we can, can can we not do a wing for like a records wing or something? You know, they should have something like that. They got to open up some more wings. Listen, here's the thing. Do you like? I'm not. <laughs> The truth is, Marcel, it's not a real Hall of Fame. Like, no one's voting yeah, it's on it. It's a UFC Hall like, of Fame. Yeah. It's a UFC Hall of Fame. It's like no one's voting on it. just Dana. It's whoever Dana likes, really. Yeah. Again, we are just talking about, like, Frank Shamrock should be in the wing, in the Hall of Fame. He's not in it because they don't like him. So it kind of makes it, like, you know, just not the most legit Hall of Fame. That being said, it's still something we're going to talk about the show. All right. Um, okay, we're good there. Let's go to the next fight, Marcel. We have Simone Batista. We had hit it, hit it, baby. Oh, that, that sound sounds good. Dog pick, the consensus dog of the night. Mario Batista wins a clear decision. Clear, clear decision, Marcel. No, no, no controversy at all. Like, how did you score? Do you have all three rounds for him? Did you give it 29 28? How did you score it? I was leaning towards 29 28 because I was like, maybe I'm biased if I go 30 27, but it was like a 50 50 to me. It could be 29 28 or 30 27, you know? Yeah, I was uh, thinking, to be honest, I was thinking 29 28, yeah. but I mean, I was good with 30 27 too. <laughs> Obviously, there's no sweat there. I mean, that third round especially was just absolutely dominant, right? Like, I know Ricky took him down a couple times in the fight, but but mm -hmm. overall, like his take defense held up. It's two for 13. And you look at the significant strikes landed, 112 to 45. The fight was. It, it really was a one-sided fight. Still don't understand why Batista was plus 150. I mean, the guy is, is good. And I understand everyone's like, oh, well, his level of competition wasn't that great. I mean, but the skill is there too, right? Like, and you yeah. saw that. He's been in the UFC for five years now, you know? Mm -hmm. He made his debut almost five years exactly ago when he because fought Corey, Corey Sanhagen, which is crazy. Um, and now he's eight and three, eight and two, excuse me, in the UFC. <laughs> Very good record, and and I think it's time. You know, he's going to get ranked after this, and I, I think Marcel, it's time for a top ten, top ten opponent, right? What do you think? I was thinking about Rob Font, man. It makes the most sense in That's my a opinion. Good fight, man. That's a fun fight, right? Yeah, I know, think another boxing, a boxer based fighter would be good. Good fight. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, because like Rob Font recently lost to Davis and Figueredo, so he's not going to get anybody in, in front of him. A lot of people are booked. You know, you got Dominic Cruz there, but I don't see Dominic Cruz taking that fight. Uh, you got Umar Nurmagomedov, who's also looking really up in the rankings and not really like uh, around him, I feel like. So it, it makes the most sense, pretty much, I think, to, to match him up with Rob Font, you know? So uh, yeah, I, I would do that. You know, why not? Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's a that's a really good fight. Um, I was really happy to get that plus one fifty. I will say this too. I thought they should have got the fight of the night. What'd you think? For sure, you know this. This was the fight of the night. The UFC went with four bonuses, but uh, actually, it sucks for them that they went with four bonuses because if there was a fight of the night, it was this one. You know. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. I, I think it should have won the bonus. I don't blame them for going with the four performance bonuses. Although I, you know, looking at it, like I think. I think Nicholas Mata got robbed of a bonus, man. He, oh, was yeah, the only, he was the only under, well, there's two underdogs, right? I, it was Batista and him. And the, I guess Parsons, it was a pick fight. But regardless, him and, and Batista were the underdogs that won. And he knocked out Tom Nolan in one minute, three seconds. So he had the quickest knockout of the night. As an underdog, he didn't get a bonus. That that one I don't agree with. Um, I, I think the UFC, Sean Sheldon might be like, well, dude, you're lucky you're still on the roster because you, we should have cut you after that fight with Trey Ogden. Let's be honest. We Probably cut him, so. like that, yeah. That's probably what happened. So we talked the same thing, but I think he got robbed of a bonus. 
Let's get some more comments. I mean, True. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I, I cannot say the name, but I told you before that uh, and people actually can't figure it out, but I'm not going to say the name. Uh, that uh, one guy, after three fights, and I think he was uh, two and one with the UFC, wanted to up his contract, you know, and Sean Shelby was like, nah, we're good. And he was like, uh, Sean was like, yeah, but he got already a bonus in his first fight, you know, we don't have to up this contract yet. And management and that guy was like, yeah, but we deserve to get more. And I think you give him 14 and 14, which is still not a lot. Yeah. But uh, they, you know who I'm talking about, but I cannot say the name. But you guys can pretty much figure it out with the information I gave He you. was, what, two and one in his first two, three fights? In the first three fights, yeah, two and one. With the bonus in, in his first fight, in his debut. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to figure out who it is. I thought it was Alex Perez by check to use three and one. So it wasn't Alex Perez. I tell you after the podcast. Or I tell you in the private chat. Throw, throw me in the private chat. I won't say anything. All right, let's get some more comments. I, I, and Shelby said like he was nothing special, by the way. So Yeah. I appreciate that, True. Thanks, man. Let's see what it was. Oh, really, Marcel? Wow, that's yeah. crazy. That's, that's... <laughs> I think you actually did tell me that now that I think about it, but I forgot. Um, <laughs> what's up, Joe? Batista's improvement scrappling since the Black Shirt fight is were impressive given his five months ago. He looked, I mean, he stuffed most of the takedowns. There was like, I want to. I can't remember what round it was in. There was one part where was it the first round? Maybe Ricky got him down and, and held him for a little bit, controlled him for a little bit. Um, but that was really it, right? Like it was pretty, pretty good for for him getting like back up off off the ground. Do you think the first the first round at the end was it a knockdown or was he just uh, was he uh, how do you say that uh, un unstable? How do you say? Yeah, that? I think uh, the second one they didn't count yeah, as a knockdown okay. either. Yeah. But again, I, I wasn't sure in real time to be honest. Um, yeah. Mario looked great. Ricky hasn't evolved. Yeah, Ricky's kind of lost that top 15 ranking, I think, after this. Uh, where's Jonathan Martinez? He's he's really good too. I mean, he's another guy that we really like on a podcast, man. He's awesome. Um, what's up, Blake? Tom Nolan looks lost. One of his relatives was in a face group, group telling him to bet on him. Ugh. On Mato or on Nolan? I mean, he just looked he looked terrible. Like I was watching the fight and, and I had him right in the parlay, and I was like, Man, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, left his chin wide open, left his hands down. It was it was terrible. It was just a really bad performance. And again, you know, that's my fault because really, like Guys like that with no UFC experience, you got to be careful with, and I just wasn't careful enough. I just don't rate Mata highly at all, especially after that last fight. I was like, man, Mata's not very good anymore, and then that happens. The world of what's up, man. It's a, it's a great movie, by the way. It's not SK. It's someone else, by the way. Um, Bruno Ferreira knocks out Phil Hawes. I mean, Phil Hawes got sent to the shadow realm in this one, Marcel. Like he, I thought he was like fucking dead, man. It was bad. He he, he was he was out, dude. He wasn't getting up for a few minutes. Um, Phil Hawes is one in five, one in four in his last five fights with four knockout losses. I think Phil's UFC career is done. I, I think he's a talented guy, but he just doesn't have a chin. We talked about he's he just gets knocked down almost every every single fight. Um, Pereira, I don't think he's honestly, I don't think he's that good. I just think he's got a lot of power, but I don't think he's that good. Um, he did show a little bit of grappling with fight, which was nice, but I still I think the jury's out in this guy. I know he beat Robocop, but to me, it still doesn't make you know. Me believe that this guy's like so contender or anything. Um, he did call out who do you call out again, Marcel? He wants to fight in the Brazil card. What was his call it again? Who was it? I haven't heard it to be really honest. Okay, I thought he called someone out, I can't remember, but I know he wants to fight in that card. And um, he uh, his boy uh, Bruno Silva, did he call him Cher Buden? Did he call? Oh, yeah, that's who it oh. was. He called a bullet, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, I'm good with it. I, I think it's fine. You like that fight, yeah, why not? Sure, anything else you want to add to this one? Are you good? Um, yeah, man, Phil Hawes is, uh, I remember the first time I heard about him was like, uh, he won, it wasn't tough, you know, and they were like, this is the trading partner of John Jones. Uh, yeah, now he's in Killcliffe, I think, but for some reason, man, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's decent, but he doesn't, his chin doesn't hold held up anymore, you know, and, um, I, I could barely see where he got hit with when he went down, you know, I had to see in the replay and, uh, Man, the referee was a little bit late, dude. He got like three, two, three punches clear to the chin while he was already out. But um, yeah, good win for Ferreira, man. One he needed after that Rudzi boy I've lost. So uh, yeah, good for him. Um, I agree. Uh, a couple other comments. Guido's okay. He has good grappling and power. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I mean, he's a, to me, I just I think that I don't think he's a contender. But it was a nice win, and he got a bonus. Deserved bonus. It was a brutal lockout. What will happen with the fights book for Saudi Arabia? I mean, I, I think they're going to move to that June, if they move it to June. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll move into the Apex. By the way, I want to say this quickly. Like, I remember, uh, I think Alex was the one who reported, like, they were only going to do so many Apex shows. It seems like they're doing a lot of them, though. I thought they were going to yeah, the first fucking quarter, I think January has one, February has two, March, if this goes also to the Apex, has three then. 
Uh, April has already won, and I what? think the second one, the Karini Silva against Lipsky, is also in Las Vegas, so it's probably also. Wait, is that a main spot. event? That's a main event. No, no, no. That's okay. that's announced. I think that's announced for April twenty seventh. But they both say it's in Las Vegas. But oh, that's I not going to be a pay per view, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Sorry, I was just like, holy shit, that can't be a main event. Like, I mean, well, I guess it could. Aspen Ladd and Dumont was a main event once, so I guess it could. And so was Patrick Hollahan and Louis Smoker. Louis Smoker. <laughs> yeah, but that was like I think the, that was supposed to be Poirier against um, against Duffy, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Joe Duffy. Man, remember Joe Duffy? That guy was good for, for a minute there. Um, anyways, Haas doesn't look like Russell. I don't know what happened to Phil Haas, man. He just, yeah. I think his career is over, dude, honestly. Josh Allen just scored a touchdown. Holy shit. I got it on the background. Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Bills, just, he just ran like I don't, 80 yards. Holy shit, that's crazy. He's so good. All right, back to this. Haas <laughs> need to recover from the easy fight. Like, evidently not. Three months is a long time to get a fight postponed. Some guys need to get paid. They do, but what are they going to do, right? You have to use, like, you're going to have to wait. But now Aaron beat three rounds. Are we sure it is? Because on UFC stats, is actually listed as the main event. So I don't know what's going uh, on with that. No, you it's see not that? The, yeah, it's not the main event. It's uh, Why is it listed that way? I have no idea, man. And right now it's three rounds. So I don't know if they're going to change it, but right now it's three rounds. Yeah. So happy we didn't get a giant walkway title shot. It would have been easy left hook for Yeah, I mean, that, that, that would have been the joke of a fight. Duffy... Maribek Tysimov would have been a fun scrap. Maribek Tysimov was a really good fighter, man. That I don't know what happened. Like I think he had visa issues too, and he just stopped kind of. They stopped booking him for fights. It was it was, it was very, very friendly guy as well. I met him in Rotterdam. Very friendly right. guy. He fought in that yeah. card, right? Didn't he? The one. Yeah, he knocked out uh, the Silva dude. Which one? Um, Felipe. Oh yeah, that guy. He he barely fought in the UFC, right? Maybe yeah. he had like one or two fights. I think he lost to Puelas after uh, beating him up for two rounds, and then he yeah. got uh, submitted. I think. No, I, my boy Puelas. <laughs> yeah, I think was. so. Yeah. All right. Um, my dad just texted me. He's like, <laughs> about the Bills game. Rebus <laughs> <laughs> and Nami is being five rounds makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, but Rose is still a big name. That's why. I, I rather see Rebus Namayunas than I see Tai Tuivasa against Tubura for five I, rounds. That, why is that five rounds? I thought that was on the other card, 298. Yeah, that wasn't the other card. They, they, they switched it because it didn't have the main event. They could have fucking switched another fight Mar to that card. Stop, you know? put, stop booking Marcin Tibur for five round fights. I mean, honestly, yeah. stop. Rose gets five stop, stop booking heavyweights for Apex main events at five rounds. I don't want to see it. Allen's a beast. Um, Glenn's right too. The nine hundred dollars tickets. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I want to see a fucking sweaty, heavy, uh, a fat, sweaty, heavy guy, I can look in the mirror. You know what I mean? I don't have to see the UFC event all the damn time. Oh uh, God, you love you, Merciful. Okay, let's yeah. go through these other fights. We got twenty minutes left. Then we're gonna go to the UFC two ninety seven preview with Art C. All right, next fight. This moved up to the main card. The last second, Waldo Cortez Acosta defeated on Andre Olovsky by decision. This is a shit fight, Marcel. I, I, this fight was so <laughs> fucking boring. I, I didn't like. Imagine this was a main event. My God, um, this fight sucked. Like, let's just be honest. I, Waldo's okay. I, I just like this is a this was a setup fight for him to, to knock out Ar Arlovsky. It really was. He like, and he, he didn't look good. I thought he looked terrible. To be honest with you, I know he won, but like, my God, this, ah, this fight was fucking terrible. Do you have any thoughts about this fight? I thought it sucked. Uh, what do you think? I got really annoyed by Waldo, man. I was like, dude. Yeah. Waldo was acting like he was doing like something out of the crazy stuff. He was like, "Look what I'm doing here, man! I, I'm I'm putting like a, a clinic on 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 a on a on a former champion." I was like, "Dude, listen, Andre Arlovski, all respect in the world for the guy, what he did. He's a legend, you know. But Andre Arlovski is like, he's at the end of his career, you know what I mean? And this was for Waldo to step in to take over." And what he did was like clowning around, you know. It was it like terrible, and it was just annoying. He also, I, I don't know what was he doing after the fight. Went to Arlovsky, was like uh, doing like really weird to him, and Arlovsky was looking at him like uh, you know how Arlovsky can look. So he really, I, I don't know like... what, what that was about either. That was <laughs> yeah. just bizarre. This fight sucked. Let's move on. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I just, I just thought the fight sucked. I really did. Nothing about the fight. By the way, the stats say Arlovsky outlanded him in strikes. You know, I, I think two to one was a fair scorecard, though, for what, it, for what it's worth. Preston mm -hmm. Parsons gets the win over Matthew Semelsberger. This was a fight that we were kind of on the fence about last week, but we did talk about Semi's just poor takedown defense. And Marcel, I think, you know, him, he's lost three straight fights and four of his last five. I kind of feel like he's also kind of at risk of being released now, to be honest with you. He does have a win over Jake Matthews, which it's a good win. But other than that, all the other guys he's beaten are not on the roster anymore. So 
he's like a borderline guy. Then Parsons, you know, he just it's not he's not the most exciting guy, but I mean he's a good wrestler and he did go for a few submission attempts. I thought it was a pretty good performance by him overall. Um, yeah, I mean, not much else to say. He, had a, he did a good job here. What did you think? Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, the first round, I think that he he did really well with with the with the ground with the ground control, uh, the takedown, but also with striking. You know, he he had the first two rounds in the bag, and I remember that the the, the corner of Sandelsberger was like, dude, you have to go, you have to go now because uh, if you do, you want to win this fight, you know. And uh, he went for it the first couple of minutes, but then passes took over again. You know, and uh, I think a really good good win for Preston Parsons. Um, no knockdown for Samuelsberger in this fight, by the way, uh, which is odd. Normally, always have. Yeah, one. I know. Usually, that's yeah. what right? So, uh, but yeah, good win for Parsons, man. And and we pretty much said it last week, man. There are not a lot of fights where we see a, do a dog winning, you know. And this was one like we were on the fence. We still went with Samuelsberger, but I, I said last week if Samuelsberger don't get the finish early, I think Parsons has the advantage in the later rounds, you know. And he actually already had the advantage in the earlier rounds, so. Uh, yeah, good way for passes, man. Happy for the dude. I think he's kind of underrated, man, because he's like he's he's like um, typical guy on on the roster who not who doesn't talk a lot. You know, he just fights, and he's not really like he's not jumping out of anything. You know what I mean? He doesn't have a crazy hair or crazy. So he's just just he looks like an average guy. You know what I mean? And I think he's pretty good. So uh, I got gotta give him credit. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, let's get some comments. I missed a bunch. Sorry, guys. Marcel was talking. I don't want to interrupt him. <laughs> Goddard needed to slap. Missed the fouls. And if Lofty comes to foul, you pause. He's an OG. Glenn hates Goddard. <laughs> I've seen more decisions than two judges gave AA round one. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, yeah. Our Lofty's always in close fights. Unless he gets finished, he's, his fights are close. I bet Wall was hoping he'd lose by the second round. It was just a bad performance. Uh, I'm curious what a contender shoots guy's performance like Tom Nolan should be cut immediately. I mean, listen, like, I think it's a, it's a valid question, honestly, Blake, because, like, he just didn't look ready for the UFC, you know? Um, at the same time, though, he's on a four-fight contract for, what, 12 and 12? They're going to give him another fight at least. If he gets knocked out again, they might be tempted to release him, yeah. But I'm I'm assuming they're going to go to Australia this year and they'll throw him on that, that card. But, Mike, it was just a horrible performance. It really was. It was, it was. it was bad. We'll talk about him in a second. Joe doesn't like Cortez. I like him. I just think he had a bad fight. I don't know what happened. But, yeah, I mean, I'm down on him now. Aaron Manone is important in fight and deserves five rounds. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think everyone agrees. Any idea what the round and the half of two, 300 is? I still think it's Connor and Chandler, but we'll see. I think UFC is one take fights away from 299. That's why Tebber and Ty was moved instead of Almeida Blades. Probably. Nolan and Ricky killed me bad. No one, no one hurt me, but Ricky, I mean, I got that one right um, with uh, Mario. Carson's good athlete, good cardio with Key Ryan. Yeah, I mean, he's a good grinder, right? But not the most exciting guy, but. Uh, I think he's two and two now in the UFC. So, and his first fight was against um, uh, D Rod, and and it was short notice. He got knocked out of the first round, and then the other fight was Trevin Giles. And I think it was a split decision, right? So, like he's he's not bad, you know, he's not bad. Marcel, why did you why didn't you confirm Armin Charles? For the simple reason that I only have one side, and I, I'm not posting anything if I only have one side. You know, yeah. I have another I have another fight uh, where I'm working on right now. It's for two ninety eight, or yeah, two ninety eight. Um, but I also have one side again, so I cannot say anything, you know, and that that's the thing, you know, if I don't have two sides or more, uh, I, I cannot, the thing is, I just cannot do it, you know what I mean? It's, it's just not the, not the right way to do it. All right, a couple of comments, oh, just one more, I don't know what to rate, maybe, although maybe give him Roman off, yeah, that fight makes sense, that'd be a good fight. Yeah. Okay, um, Marcus Piggy gets another bonus, Marcel knocks out Gaston Bolanos, another great performance by this guy, 3-0 down, you'll see three bonuses. Um, he's 34 years old, or he's gonna be 34 in a few months. You know, Marcel, I think they gotta fast track him a little bit faster because he's an older guy for the division. I think a top 15 guy makes sense next for him. What do you think? I mean, yeah, why not? You know, uh, I, I was thinking like uh, Marcus McGee, he's he's bantamweight, right? Um, he is. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of options for him, you know. I would even think the Bashar, one of the Basharat brothers, like Farid, who fought in this car, why not? You know, he's also 3-0, I think, in the UFC. Um, not not as much finishes, but also good. But, uh, yeah, McGee, man, I mean, we both picked him. I think he's a very good fighter. And uh, I, he came out of nowhere, you know, last year. You know, uh, Sean O'Malley's training partner, um has looked great so far, man. UFC. He, he looks like a cool guy. He seems like a cool guy as well. So, uh, like real family man. Uh, yeah, all good. I'm happy for him. Yeah. All right. Um, 
the biggest fight you've ever confirmed first? I mean, he's confirmed some big, big ones. Um, probably the biggest is um, Robert Whitaker against Israel Adesanya one for uh, for Australia card back then. Yeah. Most of fighters with five and six on records get in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Guys like Abdul Gapas. Yeah, I know it's weird. So he's waiting for the Mendes KO. Yeah, that's true. No, the Wells fight was close. I mean, it was a bit, it's one of those control versus, versus damage type fights. Um, is Brady High Stand until 298? Interesting interview with says so fighting Rinya. No, he's out. Off the court. Okay. Packers fan. Yeah, the Packers look good yesterday. I'll uh, never stop saying contender seniors need to be a tournament. They gotta do something different with contender because right now it's just it's just a way to get cheap talent you know, in the US. You know what always annoys me? It's like Dana's like I don't know these guys, you know, when they yeah. fight here in India. I don't know them. I don't look records up. Yeah, and yeah. then he's like, after the fight, yeah, normally I wouldn't take you because you're like 15 and 8. We're not interested in you, but uh, you did well. And maybe we, uh, it's like, dude, why are you always acting like you don't know these guys? There's no way you don't know all these guys. Maybe you don't know some of these guys. You know what I mean? But it's always like, and it's just weird as well, you know. Why don't you want to know anything about these guys if they're fighting for my promotion? I want to know who's fighting for my promotion. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. But hey, that's just me. Maybe I'm an idiot. What do you think you've seen things with the Bachelor Bros? We'll talk about them right now. By the way, is Ringa yeah. staying on two ninety eight? Do you know about that or no? I think they're trying to 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 get him another fight, but I don't know idea against who. Yeah, so let's talk about Bash Friday. He defeats Taylor Lapolis by decision. I, I'm not the most impressive fight. I, I I found this fight kind of one of the more boring fights in the card, personally. Um, but he's 3-0 now in the UFC. His brother's obviously talented. They're both undefeated. I mean, they're both good. It's just like, I don't think it was a great fight. Do you have any thoughts about this one? I was actually intrigued by the fight, and I'll tell you why. You like because okay. I, Taylor, I think the Taylor Lapolis takedown defense was really good, you know? Yeah. I really like that. And that's the thing. I wanted to see Farid fight more in the stand-up because, exactly. um, yeah, and he did that a little bit more. He still got the takedowns here and there, you know, which is good for him. But you saw, like, that, that Taylor could kind of match him in the stand-up, you know. But for me, just too ferocious, like his nickname, with the takedowns, you know. And uh, he did well, you know. And I, I actually liked his interview afterwards, you know. He is like, guys, you can't take a fight with me or my brother. You can fight us better now than in 10 years when we are even better than we are already right now. Sounds kind of cocky, but he's kind of true. You know, you you can better fight him now than you can fight him in a couple of years. And he's still super young, you know. Um, listen, man, I understand that people are not really like a fan of the way the Bashara brothers are fighting. But still, they get it done and they get it done like convincingly, you know, 30-27s. You know, I, I'm always like, if you complain, uh, people uh, in defense, if you complain about someone with a 30-27, Maybe you should complain about the opponent who cannot do anything about it. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I think I think they're really good. You know, and they also train at Extreme. I think Extreme Couture. You know, so I, I only think they're getting better. You know, and uh, yeah, let's see what happens in the, in the next couple of years with them. I think they're really good. And I want to come back to last week. Farid Javid, you told me, you asked me, who do you think has the higher ceiling? And I said Javid probably, or Farid. Uh, maybe maybe uh, not now, but maybe later. I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of. I think they're kind kind of equal to me right now. To be really honest, you know, I think they can both come pretty far. And uh, I'm like I said, I'm intrigued by both guys, and uh, we'll see. I'm really looking forward. What's our next matchup? A couple other comments here. What if you start a draft system like this? Go college wrestlers transition to MMA after graduation. Uh, I mean, they, they kind of do already, but it's up to those guys. Like the thing is, there's still not that much money in MMA compared to like football or basketball, right? So, or, so yeah. Uh, when he says, "I'm not looking for a thing," I know I hate when he says that to you. Uh, McGee, McGrew, McGee. I don't know. I mean, that'd be a good fight, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, five for sixteen in the takedown, so decent takedown. It's nothing. Nothing amazing though. That was blame. I, I just, I mean, listen, I, maybe Marcel liked the fight a little better than you. I, I didn't love it. All right, let's go to the next fight, though, because we, we got a few more minutes before Art gets in here. Um, your boy Gene Silva gets the knockout win, Marcel. Longest walkout of UFC history, probably 10 minutes to walk out. Um, gets the win, though. I mean, Weston Wilson just shouldn't be in the UFC. Also, this fight should have been stopped sooner, I think, too. I think the ref yeah. should have stopped the fight. Who was the ref? It was Mark Goddard. Yeah, I, I meant to say Goddard. Um, they should have stopped the fight. A little sooner, I think, Marcel. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think so too, man. Um, the 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 Jen Selva uh, uh, walkout. Let me think about Tamira Vidal. That was also super long uh, and, and kind of unnecessary. But um, yeah, he looked good. But man, if you're like almost a minus one thousand favorite against somebody, in my opinion, and that's just my opinion, if you fight in the UFC, unless it's a champion fight that has to be there. There should be nobody higher than a minus 750, 750 favorite when you fight somebody. You know what I mean? It's, it, we are not an LFA, you know? This yeah. is like the pinnacle of the sport. There shouldn't be a minus 750 favorite unless it's a title fight and it's possible that it happens, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, pretty much happened what we expected, you know? Still, Weston Wilson had, uh, is much longer, could keep the distance for some for some time, but the moment uh, Silva cracked him, it was over, you know? It was over. And, uh, yeah, good win for Silva, good debut win. Kind of stole the, the, the win for from Gabriel Santos, you know? Uh, our, our boy Gabriel Santos, mm -hmm. who is still 0-2 and, and we, had to, we couldn't fight. This was actually his fight against Wilson. Um, I'm really wondering what the UFC is going to do with Wilson, man. Will they give him another fight? No. no, I don't know. You never he's know not, with that. He's not. He's not good enough for the UFC. And also, I, like, I just think I think it's like a safety issue because, like, man, I mean, the guy's got. He just doesn't put his hands up at all. Doesn't block. He blocks the punches with his with his, with his chin. He's he's not he's not good. No offense to the guy. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's a nice guy and everything, but I don't think he's yeah. um, a UFC caliber fighter. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight here. Just a couple more left. Again, we're going to do 297 preview in a second here. But yeah, Nicholas Mata gets the upset of the night, in my opinion. Should have got a bonus. Knocks on Tom Nolan. I mean, he looked great. What do you think, man? I mean, I'm super happy for Nicholas Mata, man. He's a super nice guy. Sometimes I talk to him. He was he, he DM'd me, like, I think last week. He's like, dude, are you from the Netherlands? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, it's like, what do you think I was from? And he's like, yeah, not from the Netherlands. I was like, yeah, and then you know now. Um, now he's a very nice guy, you know, and I was hoping for him he, he would do well. But he had a super tough task, in my opinion, against Tom Nolan. You know, Tom Nolan looked really good against Bogdan Grad in the contender series. But I have the feeling, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I have the feeling that Tom Nolan really fought cocky in this fight, you know? He really thought this is going to be an easy win for me. Yeah, he did. You know? he did. And, and the problem is, if you... Listen, the fans can think it's an easy win, but yourself never can think it's an easy win, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, he came in with his chin high, no defense, and he got clocked, you know? Yeah. And I'm happy for Mata because probably he gets a new contract now, you know? But, um, yeah, Nolan, I mean... He he, it's tough to make a, a a good set. How do you say that? It's always uh, good to make a good first impression, you know. And uh, this wasn't a good one. Uh, let's see what's next for him. But uh, man, uh, that um, that train kind of got derailed quickly and much quicker than I thought. So um, yeah, I, I think he's a talented guy. We'll see in the second fight. I think he will be more like more careful, you know. I agree. And then <clears> the last, <throat> I shouldn't say last fight, the first fight really. Joshua Van, it's his third win in the UFC. Knocks <laughs> out Felipe Bunes in the second round. First round was, and I bet on Van. First round was sketchy. I mean, he didn't look good at all. Like, but again, this is kind of like way he fights, right? Like he's a guy that he has a good chin too, by the way. But it's not going to last forever. But yeah, I mean, he just got beat up in the first round, and then second round just completely torched this dude. Just out, just destroyed him, destroyed him, and, and the body shots. As I think my tweet went up there about the body shots. I mean, that's the best thing about this guy's game, dude. His devastating body shots. What, what do you say? You had the first tweet of the year. No, I have the screen. second one. Sean Bitter had the first one. Someone else told me that too, but Sean Bitter had the first one. Um, do you know when the show opened? I have to, I talk about it, right? I'm not talking about after the fight. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah, the fight. Before the Sean, fight. Sean had one, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you were the first one. Okay, okay. I'll take it. I mean, I don't expect this anyways, but yeah, it's cool. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that I really like this kid, the fearless man. What do you think of him, Marcel? Yeah, he's really good. You know, the thing is, like, I think Alex Buyunin said on Twitter, he's like, um, uh, Joshua Van doesn't look tape of his opponents, but he studies them in the first round. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, uh, he he looked like a different fighter coming out in the second round. You know, and uh, he put uh, Bunas away, and Bunas did very well in the first round. I gotta say, you know, uh, yeah, good win for him, man. Third third win in such a short amount of time. He was supposed to be on a contender series, right? Um, he got in, in the UFC, fought Salga Sumagulov, won that fight. 
Then he got the win over Borca, Borges last time, and now uh, he got the great win over uh, Bunes. He's an interesting prospect, man. Still young, 22, I think. So a uh, lot of room for, uh, for uh, how do you say that, for, uh, for improvement. So uh, lots of potential, man. And he's a fun guy. And I mean, he, he's from, uh, I think he's from Myanmar, right? Myanmar yes. and, uh, and and that's good as well, you know. If you have somebody who's like from a country where the UFC hasn't been yet, and where MMA is pretty big in Myanmar, for example, the guy who was in one championship that Ong Lan Sang, he's like a god to them, you know, the Burmese Python. So, if you can build this guy, you know, maybe uh, you have another uh, location to go at a certain moment, you know. So yeah, I agree. I, I like this kid a lot, man. I think he's really good. All right, let's get some comments here. We're going to finish this one podcast, guys, and we're going to get to the next one with, with RC. <sighs> Weston Milstrom might be killing all thing, maybe. Yeah, no one, that was 6%. I saw that on Armada. Um, these guys need their own press team. What are you doing press? Yeah, no one did, apparently. James Vick Ryan, guys like... Oh, James Vick ran, so guys like Turner, Alvarez, Ignacio, no one could watch. It's funny. Josh... Fan loses the first round. So easily, ah, everything's going according to plan. Pretty much. Yeah, the body shots were ridiculous. Marcus, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Glad to have you here. Whose stock dropped the most? Good, good question. Um, let's go through it quickly. I mean, well, Cap. Well, Cap, he didn't even fight, and I think his stock dropped. I think Tom Nolan for sure stopped went really down. I think um, Ricky Simone. Ricky stopped. Simone. Yeah, I think him too. And I think honestly, even Walker. You know, because there was some hype behind him with the knockouts and everything, but bad loss for him. Um, as far as stock going up the most, I would say, you know, I already like Batista, but I think in the, in the eyes of the public, probably his went up a little bit. And then Preston Parsons mm -hmm. is another guy. But the thing is, most of the favorites won, right? So, like, I don't think a lot of their stocks went up because they were supposed to win. Mm -hmm. But I'd say Batista probably. I think you probably agree with that too, right? Yeah, I agree. Cop for sure would have got the – I mean, he fucked up his title shot. I think you tweeted – I saw your tweet right after he, missed, he botched his weight cut. You said – No, I said it in Discord. <laughs> That's oh, you said it in Discord? Okay, you didn't want to say it. Like, no, no problem. Yeah, I, I said, like, in the Discord – I can say it here. I said, like, he's, like, 129. He screwed his title shot here. He did. You know, did. and and definitely with the knowledge we had from the day before that Albazi was out against Moreno, you know. Yeah. I mean, a win here put him – in direct title contention, you know, and I think he knows that as well. Listen, of course, it's his own fault, but also I'm sad, you know, because I mean, I wanted to see him fight for a title, but what, what's going to sure. happen now, you know? For sure. Fans are training at 19, you'll see at 22, fucking insane. I mean, he's he's very talented. I think we can all say that. Mm -hmm. And then there's a last question I'm going to take because we're going to do the next podcast. I, want, I don't want to leave Art waiting here. And, and I did see the messages Dana and Lorenzo were talking about John Jones. You saw that, Marcel? It's on, no, it's on, what did it say? It made fighting housing. It's like some email exchange or something. And uh, Dana called jo Jones a douche or something. They were trying to basically keep his wages low. It was kind of fucked, actually. If you read it, it's, it's fucked up. All right, guys. We're going to end this podcast, though, because, uh, like I said, we're, we don't want our, our uh, guests waiting here. So mm -hmm. give me two minutes here, and I'm going to set the next podcast. We'll, we'll, set, we'll send the link out. And, we got uh, RT coming on. He's the guy that hit that $82,000 parlay a few months ago. So, or last month, I should say. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, for Marcel, uh, this is the MAOV Daily Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back in just a minute with the UFC 297 preview. Talk to you guys in a minute. Bye.